0: On this episode of the Field Quiver Outdoors podcast, I'll be introducing you to the Gospel Fly. The Gospel Fly's design, history, and intent as a witnessing tool will be the focus of the episode. But I'll also go into Gospel Fly resources and tools that are available on the Field Quiver Outdoors website. I'll also give you some tips on how to more effectively use the Gospel Fly as a witnessing tool. I give you some sample dialogue, And I'll also go over the scripture references that are associated with the Gospel fly. Then we'll wrap up the episode with our Think About It segment. If you haven't already, go ahead and click those subscribe, like, and notification buttons so you'll know as soon as new episodes drop. And if you like the show, be sure to leave a review and let a friend know about us. Now that we've got the formalities over, let's go ahead and hit the trail. Thanks for joining me for episode two of the Field Quiver Outdoors podcast. Before we get into the meat of the episode, there's a new segment that I am going to start doing here at the beginning of the episodes. And I know it's been a while since episode one dropped, which could make this segment incredibly long, but I'm not going to do that to you. Uh, this, This new segment is going to be newsworthy, both for the outdoor world as well as the uh, christian world so i'll just go over a few of the highlights of things that have stood out to me of what's been happening in the world uh, both within the church as well as the outdoor community and normally it'll just be a week's worth of stuff so there won't be a whole lot to talk about ordinarily but It's been a while, like I said, since episode one dropped, but I'm not going to go into a whole lot. Uh, There's actually only uh, three things that I'm going to mention. Uh, The first is that yesterday, August 9th, was actually Smokey Bear's birthday, and I know the different state park systems and the National Park Service and, and other entities are having birthday parties some were this past weekend and some are actually uh, coming up this weekend which one that I'm familiar with I've never attended but my family's attended several years in a row is at the Cradle of Forestry in North Carolina hopefully we'll get to all make it this year including myself and if we are able to go, then we'll dedicate next week's show to talking about that as well as uh, the Credible Forestry itself. But the two other things that I wanted to mention are uh, in regards to uh, raffles the in contest. The first is actually Chris Wells is doing his annual boat raffle now this year it is a 2023 nitro z18 bass boat with a mercury 150 Uh, and this is all i'm reading this verbatim from his website chriswells.org which you can go and and check out yourself but it has uh two lawrence elite depth finders a ghost trolling motor with two power poles or and a ghost trolling motor with two power poles. Uh, in addition to the boat, uh, your purchase of the raffle ticket will also include you for a drawing for 10 lose uh, Bass Fishing Reels. doesn't say specifically which model, but I'm sure it's some of their nicer models. Now, the thing with this is the reason I am... Putting this out there for you to potentially buy tickets for is I personally have been able to hear Chris speak. He actually came and spoke to the uh, ro- Royal Ambassadors group at my church, which, if you're not a, a part of a Southern Baptist church, uh, what the ro- Royal Ambassadors are is it is the group for boys at our particular church. Uh, We have them from grades one through six. And the focus is learning about missions, both home missions here in North America, as well as foreign missions outside of North America. And he came, I invited him back at the beginning of the summer, asked him to come and speak, and uh, he did it. He didn't ask for anything and uh he had no expectations of receiving anything uh this is just his part of his ministry through well spoken ministries he came and spoke to the boys about what he does as the chaplain of the bassmasters and i mean they were just intrigued the all of us adults the parents were also intrigued And just hung on every word that he had. And he had a very good message. And he was very good with his presentation with the boys. So I would definitely encourage anyone who is looking for a speaker to target men and boys, reach out to Chris. He travels around the country following the Bassmaster Series as their chaplain. He's always posting when and where he's available around the country on his Instagram account. Just give him a phone call, shoot him, shoot him an email, either one. And he'll, he'll get back with you. And I'm actually looking forward to having him on here as a guest to do an interview with him uh, here coming up in the near future. But Consider supporting his ministry by buying one of these raffle tickets. That's what the money goes to. They are $100 a piece. I believe I'm saying that correctly. Let me get it pulled up here and just confirm this. Yes, the tickets are $100 a piece. and Like I say, that gets you into the raffle for the boat as well as a chance at one of the reels. But uh, this is what helps to fund his ministry and him being able to go around and serve as the chaplain uh, for these guys that entertain us uh, who enjoy watching these fishing tournaments. And it also allows him to go around and speak at various uh, men's and boys' programs around the country as well, giving his testimony and being able to uh, share the gospel with, with those who are unsaved as well as uh, sharing with those who are saved and uh, helping them with their growth spiritually. The other thing that I want to mention is actually another podcast that I listen to. Uh, it's called Christian Outdoors. If you haven't listened to it, uh, Pete Rogers, uh, he's actually from South Carolina, upstate South Carolina as well, Uh I don't know Pete personally. Uh, I've emailed him back and forth a good bit, and we're actually planning on having him on as a guest later this year as well. But he, again, puts on a, a what I believe is a, a great podcast, and he is getting ready to celebrate his two hundredth episode of the Christian Outdoors podcast, and in celebration of this they're doing a 200th episode giveaway Uh, he's got several sponsors that are all pitching in for this and he has two prizes or two prize packages actually that you can register to win Uh, it appears to be completely free Uh, i don't see anywhere where it's asking for any money it's just asking for your basic info so they can contact you if you win but the two prize packages uh the first comes with a 50 caliber muzzle loader two blinds three bags of coffee a bottle of anabolic grow seed coat and a bottle of anabolic grow foliar spray as well as a full camo outfit from Catch and Release Hunting Apparel. Uh, It looks like he's also throwing in a Christian Outdoors cap and shirt, as well as a Wild Game Freaks cap, and some Carbon TV swag. Now, all of that is what you get if you are the grand prize winner. Now, the the runner-up will also be getting a very nice package, uh it includes two of the blinds, two bags of coffee, the uh seed coat, foliar spray, a shirt, camo shirt and cap from catch and release hunting apparel, as well as a Christian outdoors cap and shirt, wild game freaks cap, and some carbon T V swag. Now again, uh I hope Pete and Chris are okay with me promoting their giveaways and raffles. Um, but just support these guys. Uh, they, they do great work, have a great ministry going on. Uh, hopefully one of these days I'll be celebrating my 200th episode of Field Quiver Outdoors podcast. And I know some folks may be thinking, why am I promoting a competitors podcast. Well, I, I I don't consider it as a competitor. Uh, I consider Christian outdoors. The goal that Pete explains of Christian outdoors is ultimately my goal as well. And that is to reach the lost for Christ. That's all that matters. It doesn't matter if it's somebody being reached by, uh, the Christian Outdoors podcast or through the Field Quiver Outdoors podcast, as long as they're getting the gospel presented to them. That's that's really what matters at the end of the day. But again, check those guys out. Uh, ChristianOutdoors.org is where you can go to enter the 200th episode drawing. And chriswells.org is where you can go to buy your raffle tickets for uh, the bass boat. But that's what's newsworthy that I wanted to mention uh, from the past couple of weeks. Again, there's a lot more that's happened and a lot more going on. But those were, again, just the three highlights that I wanted to mention of what's happened over the last few weeks. Now, before we get into our discussion about the gospel fly, I want to ask you for your assistance with a future episode. I am currently working on an episode focusing on outdoors bucket list. And where I need your help is what are some of the things that you have on your outdoor bucket list? Now, I've got a pretty long list, but I'm just curious how many things are on my list that are on other folks list. So go ahead and either hit me up in the comment section of this episode or send me an email at Jody at com, or go to fieldquiveroutdoors.com and click on the contact us button at the bottom of any of the pages and let me know what you've got on your list. You can send me just one or two of the things that you are the uh, most interested in completing. Or you can just send me your entire list, including everything that you've already checked off and how long it's taken you to accomplish some of the more difficult, challenging feats that you've included on your list. Now, just bear in mind that while there is a very real possibility that whatever pursuits you send me that you have on your bucket list will be shared with the public uh, through this podcast and possibly an article on the website or a list on the website to give other folks ideas of uh, pursuits that they can add to their outdoor bucket list. I won't associate names with any of these items if you're worried about that. Don't be Uh, it will only be a list and no names associated with it, but the focus on this is more to give others ideas of things that they may have never thought about attempting to pursue and accomplish in life, as well as which particular pursuits seem to be the most popular and i can imagine that there will be a lot of uh, wild turkey grand slams on the list and big game western type hunts but that is just an assumption i don't know but we'll see Uh, i'm also going to do some online research and find out what Various other media outlets include as bucket list items for outdoorsmen. But that's enough about that. Like I said, feel free to shoot me an email or reach out to me through the contact us on the website to give me some of the items that are on your list. Now, for the gospel fly. So what exactly is the gospel fly? I guess that's probably the first question that we need to answer. And with this being a podcast in which there's no video yet, still working on that, uh, hopefully within the next couple of episodes, we'll have a video option where you can watch me talking into empty space instead of just listening to me bumble my way through it. But the gospel fly is an illustration. ...of a fly lure that incorporates the colors of the wordless book, which you may not be familiar with what exactly the wordless book is. But it's the same thing as a beaded salvation bracelet, which is the bracelets that have the different colored beads, black, red, gold, white blue, green, uh, that are associated with a specific topic, if you will, uh, in the gospel story. And it's allowed generations by this point in the game to share the gospel simply, easily, and in a way that is easily remembered by pretty much anyone uh, from children through adults. Now, the gospel fly is designed to attract attention by others to open up conversation when they ask you about the gospel fly. Now, the image that we use on everything at Field Quiver Outdoors related to the gospel fly as of now actually has gospel fly written on it. Some of this is because if it's just a picture of a fly lure, people are just going to think, oh, he fishes, he fly fishes, if they know what a fly lure is. And they may not ask about it. But if they see gospel fly, then they might ask you what what's the deal with the gospel fly? What does that mean? And that just opens up the door for you to explain to them what exactly the gospel fly is and share the gospel. And before we get into detail about the design and the elements of it, uh, I want to spend just a few minutes talking about the history of the gospel fly, which starts back in the 1970s with a gentleman named Rocky Bemis. Well, Rocky was into fly tying, and his mother was involved in Child Evangelism Fellowship and Good News Clubs, both of which used the wordless books. Well, Rocky decided that the phrase fishers of men, the wordless book colors, and flies all needed to come together. So... He decided to combine these three things, and what he ended up with is the gospel fly. Rocky's from Eureka, California, and he still lives out on the West Coast, but he had a website for the gospel fly where he had some sample dialogue for folks who needed to know how to use the gospel fly to share the message uh, with with folks they didn't know. He also had a little bit about the gospel fly history. And being a woodworker, he also had some examples and ideas for folks that they could use of how they could incorporate the lapel pins and actual uh, inline spinner blades that he'd had made up with the gospel fly design on them uh, into their woodworking well, I ended up stumbling across this website looking for a birthday present for my oldest son and used the contact link at the bottom of the website and ended up emailing Rocky back and forth a few times and We eventually uh, got to the point where he was probably just as excited at the possibility of somebody picking up and running where he'd left off with the gospel flies. I was at the possibility of him letting me carry the torch with the gospel fly, if you will. Rocky ended up in one of his emails uh, letting me know why he had let the Gospel Fly website expire, which he actually told me that he didn't even know that the website was still active, which, which it still is. If, if you're interested in seeing his original website, uh, then by all means uh, go and check it out. It's gospelfly.com. But the reasons that Rocky let the website expire were lack of response and stage four cancer slowing him down. And after emailing Rocky back and forth, uh, he was, as I've already mentioned, uh, gracious enough to let me take over his vision for the gospel fly and run with it through Field Quiver Outdoors. But how do you use the gospel fly as a witnessing tool? Well, in order to use the gospel fly you have to understand the design of the gospel fly so the gospel fly is comprised of a fly lure on a blue background displaying the words gospel fly now this is the original design which i can i intend to continue using uh through field quiver outdoors but there may be some modifications made in the future for uh limited release type merchandise we'll see uh right now if it ain't broke don't fix it so we're gonna stick with what we've got for now but uh it's a great design and i have changed the colors around slightly uh, from the original design just to make the colors pop a little bit more but The design, and if you can go to the website, fieldquiveroutdoors.com, you can look at the gospel fly and actually see this, but I'll do my best to describe it uh, for folks who are just listening to the podcast, which the fly design incorporates a black tail with a red body White wings, a blue background, a green head, and a gold hackle and hook. Now, there's a reason I went through that particular sequence. That is uh, one of the tips for presenting the gospel using the gospel fly: is follow a logical sequence. Now, not only. Will following a logical sequence help avoid leaving out anything when you're sharing the gospel? But it also helps uh, whomever you're explaining it to follow along, follow along with a logical, natural timeline uh, that goes from living in sin to living in heaven. And... The black tail is what you should always start with because before we know God, we are living in sin. The scripture reference for this is Romans 3.23, which simply states, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And the next part of the lure is the red body, which is representative of Jesus' blood. And the reference that you'll find associated with all the material on Field Quiver Outdoors is Ephesians one seven, which states in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. And it's through Jesus' blood that we're cleansed of sins, which is read about in first John one nine. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And the next step in the salvation process is once we have accepted Christ's sacrifice for us and he's cleansed us of our sins, is to go out and publicly profess our new salvation. And the way scripture and Jesus dictates we do that is through baptism, which is the blue background in which Acts twenty two sixteen states, and now why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Once we're baptized and we begin living our new life in Christ, we're expected to continue to grow in Christ until our death. And 2 Peter 3.18 states, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and forever. Amen. Which, ultimately, we know we all die. And if we are willing to accept Christ's sacrifice for our sins, and begin living a repentant life for Him, then through the acceptance of that gift of salvation that He offers us, we know that on our earthly death, we will spend eternity in heaven, which is represented by the uh, gold hackle and hook, which... Revelation 21:18 says the construction of its wall was of jasper and the city was pure gold like clear glass. Now as far as some of the other tips for utilizing the gospel fly, that's the first one. Now if you go on the website, that's technically the second one on the list in terms of following a logical sequence, but the other tips that we have are memorize the basics, not a script. The only things that you truly need to memorize are the meanings of each color and the associated scriptures. If you know those two things, then you can share the gospel based on the gospel fly. We also uh, mentioned that there are alternate or additional scriptures that you can use, uh when you're sharing the gospel using the gospel fly, uh, know your audience with this one uh, with some folks uh john three sixteen might be a better reference than ephesians one seven especially with kids or if you're trying to let uh a younger child learn the verses as we're actually doing in our our r a group now the goal is for them to learn the color references as well as memorize the six verses that go with each color or the one verse that goes with each of the six colors. And that way they can share the gospel with friends at school, on sports teams, or anywhere else for that matter. But we actually have them learning John 3.16 instead of Ephesians one seven. It's just easier for the kids to memorize, and a lot of them already have John 3.16 memorized. And the last thing, and quite possibly the most important tip, is encourage follow-up after you've shared the gospel. Ask the person that you've just shared it with if they know Christ, if they're saved, and if not, if they want to be saved. If so, go ahead and uh, say a prayer of salvation with them. Guide them through a prayer of salvation. Um, even if they don't do that, encourage them to follow up with a local church, uh, somewhere that they can get plugged in, and if they did accept Christ, Somewhere that they can start to grow as a Christian. Uh, It's also good if you ask them, Hey, do you have any questions? Did did that make sense? Uh, Is there anything that I can answer for you about what we've just talked about, what I've just told you about? And do your best to answer them. If they ask a question that you can't answer, refer them to maybe your pastor or get contact info farm and make sure that you reach out to them with an answer. Find out an answer. Pass their contact info on to your pastor. Just make sure somebody follows up with them to answer their question if you couldn't answer it right there on the spot. But how does someone ask about the gospel fly? How do they find out about the gospel fly or see the gospel fly to ask you about it to open up the door for you to share the gospel with them? Well, we're working on pushing out resources through field quiver outdoors right now we have a couple of free resources and several items in the web store that actually just went live uh, this week that you can buy and those free resources that are out now are limited I'm working on some more that will hopefully be getting uh, published on the website over the next uh, week or two, but right now there's a coloring page that you can print out that has a guide at the bottom of how to color the fly in the six colors that relate to the gospel story along with what each color represents and the scripture reference to go with each color. So those can be downloaded for free. You can do whatever you want with those as far as uh, giving them out at your church or if you're part of a ministry somewhere, if you want to utilize those, go ahead and download it. The only thing we ask is that you don't print it and then sell it. That is not intended to be sold. That is not intended to be profitable. That is intended to be a witnessing tool to share the message of Christ. If you download it, I would love to hear about it and how you used it and how many folks were reached uh, through the color and pages. You don't have to, but again, it would be kind of cool to know uh, how, how often this thing's downloaded and used around the country or world. But as far as merchandise, this is probably the main thing. Uh, main area where you can get something that you can wear specifically a hat pin it's a lapel pin hat pin uh, that would draw interest the lapel pins that we have are 24 karat gold plated uh, they are the i'm gonna butcher the pronunciation of this but the clo- close basically they're the fancy lapel pins they're hard enameled polished smooth to a glassy finish and they're, they're just very pretty but if you purchase one of the lapel pins or one of the three inch stickers that has the gospel fly design on it what we'll do is you'll not only get the item that you order but you will also get uh, two gospel fly trading card tracks now what we're doing at Field Quiver Outdoors is we're being different, we want to be fun. Uh, we want to attract attention so that we can share the gospel in as many ways as possible. And one of the way that one of the ways that we're going to try and do that is instead of normal business cards, we're going to do limited run trading cards that have outdoor themes on them. And We're also going to have trading card tracks that will periodically release uh, new designs that are intended to be given out at different types of functions or uh, shows that will relate the outdoors back to Christ and open up the opportunity to share the gospel and the plan of salvation. But... Going back to the gospel fly specifically, what we have are these trading card tracks that on one side on the front, it has just the gospel fly, just an image of the illustration of the gospel fly. If you flip that card over, the back has some information about the gospel fly, which includes the scripture references, with a color code of what each part of the fly means. Uh, and at the top, it actually states, the gospel fly is colored to catch men and women for heaven, not fish for the cooler. Here's what the colors mean. And then it goes into uh, a color code chart where the tail is sin, Romans 3.23. That's on a black line. Uh, below that is a red line that says body in reference to the body of the fly, uh, Jesus's blood, Ephesians 1-7, and so on through all the colors. At the bottom, uh, it has a QR code, as well as where someone can go to get more Gospel Fly resources, and also to learn how to become a Christian, which I'm still working on getting that video edited out, but the end result will be when someone is given that card and they scan that QR code, the first thing they will see is an embedded video on the website of how to become a Christian. It will walk someone through the plan of salvation of how to uh, ask Christ to forgive them and guide them through a prayer of salvation. And again, you get two of these cards. The intent is that at least one of the two you will give away to someone when you witness to them. The other, the second card, you can either give it away or you can keep it so that you always have it there as a reference and you can just show it to them and let them scan that QR code and then they'll have access to everything that's on that card through the website on their phone by scanning that QR code. Now, we don't have it listed for sale yet, but we will have packages of the Gospel Fly trading card tracks if you are interested in getting some of those. If you don't want to wait for us to figure out the quantities of the packs and what the cost is going to be, factoring in shipping and all the credit card processing and everything like that. Send me a email or contact us through the uh, contact box, contact form on the website. Let me know how many you're thinking you want. And I'll let you know what it would cost and and we'll we'll get a way figured out to go ahead and get it to you even if it's before they go live on the store. Uh, We also have a very limited number of these blades that Rocky had made that were intended to uh, be turned into inline spinners. And I'm still not really sure what I'm going to do with those because I'm try before I determine if they're going to be used as witnessing tools that we'll just give away or if they'll be available for purchase. I want to find out where I can have more made and what the cost would be to determine if these will be an extremely limited run type thing or where we're going to go from there. But as of now, you can purchase the lapel pins through the website, which will include two of the trading card tracks, as well as the three-inch stickers that come with two of the trading cards. If you want to purchase any of these in any sort of bulk quantities as giveaways for your church or your ministry, Contact me, let me know how many you're looking for, what the purpose will be for them, if they're going to be, say, Father's Day gifts uh, for your members, are gifts for your Sunday school class, or as giveaways at a function that you're going to, and your church is setting up a booth, and you think it would be a good a uh, good fit for whatever the event is that you're going to be set up at, definitely let me know, um, and I will get a price to you. I'm trying to keep these as cheap as possible. I know it may not seem like that on the website with what the cost are, but the goal is uh, to utilize these and have them available to use as witnessing tools. That's why I'm working now on coming up with more free resources that can just be downloaded and utilized in some shape, form, or fashion that way. Now, if you have any ideas of how you think the Gospel Fly could be used as a ministry tool, uh, let me know. And it might already be something I'm working on. It might not be. It might be a great idea. Um, it might improve something that I'm already thinking of, and I'm just kind of stuck on where to go with it next. But absolutely reach out, because at the end of the day, it's it's not about profitability uh, money-wise. It's about uh, being able to reach the lost for Christ. Now... That's pretty much it for the gospel fly in terms of what I had to talk about on this episode. But before I move into the think about it segment, I just want to go ahead and mention that uh, Rocky, who created this design, is currently going through and fighting stage four cancer so definitely add him to your prayer list and if you are willing and able and interested go to gospelfly.com and send him a little message through the contact form on the website and just give him a word of encouragement and let him know that you're praying for him and that you're grateful. That he was enough of a visionary, man, 50, 50 years ago now, uh, to come up with this design that here, 50 plus years later, can still be an effective witnessing tool in reaching the lost for Christ. Well. Which leads to this Episodes, think about it question. Are you prepared? Just to read a couple of verses before we get into the discussion. First Peter three fifteen says, But honor the Messiah as Lord in your hearts. Always be ready to give a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Another verse, Matthew twenty-four. 44 says this is why you also must be ready because the son of man is coming at an hour you do not expect what is one thing you've always wanted to do seriously think about it and before you go any further come up with one thing you've always wanted to do if given the opportunity i'm not talking merely about a trip somewhere or to go see something what I'm suggesting is something which requires more than just travel to achieve a successful outcome. Do you have anything yet? Well, if not, here, here's some examples for you to choose from. A Montana bighorn sheep hunt in Unit 680, which, by the way, there is a .01% chance of ever being drawn for this tag. What about a Grand Canyon rim to rim hike if hunting's not your thing? Or maybe even fly fish the flats in Baham in the Bahamas or climb El Capitan in Yosemite. All right, you have something in mind now? Here's the catch. You have to leave right now and you get no how-to helps. Set aside any pride that you may have and answer honestly, are you prepared? Let's put it another way. Do you have the strength and endurance to go on a 24-plus mile rim-to-rim hike or climb El Capitan? Have you been consistent enough with archery practice to make a clean, ethical shot out on a western big-game animal at 50 60 maybe even more yards i mean do you even know how to use a fly rod if you said you want to fly fish somewhere i mean it's good to be prepared for worldly challenges and opportunities which may present themselves unannounced as i mentioned earlier in the episode deer season is getting ready to open up around the country. I mean, it's opening in about a week here in South Carolina, archery season. If you haven't been practicing, then can you truly expect to meet success early on in the season, if at all, during any point of the season? Now, thinking about preparation for these worldly, outdoors, type challenges is one thing. But it's even more important for Christians to be ready to share the gospel at a moment's notice with someone who isn't saved. So whether it's an unexpected opportunity to do something at the drop of a hat, or sharing your testimony with a stranger, are you prepared? Think about it.